Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Todd. How are you? If I were any better, I'd be you. Pretty exciting, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can see that again. It it really hasn't sunk in on me. I had a month to agonize over Texas, and I've just been it's been surreal ever since. It, it's about, interesting because uh, I'm having a hard time getting tasks done. <laughs> and, and very excited, can't wait. And at the same time, there's a little bit of tension in the air. Oh, yes. It's almost as if we are undefeated and playing for the national championship. I guess uh, that's what this, I guess that's what this feeling is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I'd like to give a quick shout out uh, to my nephew, uh, Travis Scholl. He's 42 years old. He's been diagnosed with MS. Mm. And uh, after last week's game, he sent me a text that said that uh, he told me how how much he appreciated our dogs because they helped him get through a very difficult year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's that's what it's all about, really. Yeah, that's an ugly disease. Well, you hear DeBoer talk about, you know, no negative thoughts. They just keep punching. <laughs> And you see these kids, and I've talked about this uh, quite a bit, where they may get burnt and they come back and make a huge play. You know, no time to hang your head. No. Nope. Next page. Nope. Close the chapter. So a lot of life lessons are coming through, through uh, Coach DeBoer. And you certainly see it with his kids. It's when we hired him and there was all that noise about Lincoln Riley and on and on. And I didn't know him from Adam. Mm -hmm. I, I had two thoughts. I thought he is from Eastern South Dakota or North Dakota, one of them. My mom's from Eastern South Dakota. They're tough. They suffer quietly. They're determined. They're well-made. Mm -hmm. Her family's built that way. And then I looked at his record and I thought, you take away the glitz and the glamour. Nobody in this season of coaching hires has a record like him. Nobody has as many championships as him. It was on, what was it, 65 and three? I, 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 I quit counting. You know, when he was in the lower division? I mean, it's crazy. Mm hmm. And I watched that game when Michael Penix for Indiana, right, beat Ohio State, right, sacrificing his body to the pylon, the left side of the end zone. I remember watching thinking, oh, my gosh, that kid is special. So when he pulled in him in, I thought, we might be overlooking this guy. He might be special. He had 60-some yards rushing the other day, quiet, quietly. You know, I've got a bunch of buddies in the in Florida and the East Coast, and he's still invisible. They're like, ah, this is going to be a good game. The SEC isn't in it. Washington's not up to, up to the task, right? It's a coming out party. 
You know, I read a uh, Brock Hewitt quote. It said, once Dylan stayed down, I was screaming because I know what's going to happen, Hewitt said. I started pacing around the room to the kitchen. I was screaming, like, just hobble off, carry him off. Once he's down, it should have been an instant lesson for those guys, the linemen, to pick him up, get him off the field. If you've got a broken leg, if you've got a dislocated knee, I don't care. Crawl off the field. <laughs> And that, mean, that to me is just, uh, I just want to give a, I just want to say, I think that Dylan Johnson's one of the toughest hombres I've ever seen. And if that guy's down, he's because he, he, it's because he's hurt. And if he can't get up, he can't get up. And I'll take him any day over the people who were the person who uh, made this statement. I mean, if you want to go back to 1997 when Dylan. Damon pulled himself out of the Nebraska game with a sprained ankle, burning two yards of Sopo's red shirt. I mean, so so shout out to Dylan Johnson. What a stud. And I think he's playing, by the way. Well, rumor has it. Um, I never never quite know what to think when they talk when they update status because they're yeah. pur- purposely vague. Mm-hmm. That was Brock who pulled himself out in 97, not Damon. Yeah, although I, I'm sorry, all, Brock, all sorry, good. It, it it is early, and mm-hmm. I remember Damon throwing receivers covered all through mm-hmm. my time at UW. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving forward because we are no longer featuring a quarterback from Puyallup. Basketball on grass. Basketball. You called it. You. Well, I you heard, called I was it. Trying to figure out this this new game that my generation has just completely been blindsided with. And uh, it finally dawned on me when McMillan screamed into the camera, basketball on grass. And I said, that's it. He's getting, and, and then I heard that he was kind of being snarky towards, uh, what's the guy's name on ESPN, Booger something? A, well, a well-named Booger. fella. Yeah, well, for starters, <laughs> not, for starters, your name's Booger. But anyhow, I guess that guy was taking a shot at us. Because he said we're like basketball on grass, like in a negative connotation. And I don't know about you, Booger, but basketball players are the elite athletes of the world. So you got a guy that's 6'10", 7 feet, whatever, and he can dribble with both hands and shoot and go up and down that court. Those guys are the elite athletes. And uh, uh, trust me, we had some, you know, Rod Jones. And then let me back up one second. The whole reason for this uh, so-called basketball on grass uh, uh, style of football was to prevent CTE. These are are all uh, because of the rule changes that that the NCAA NCAA has made over the last almost a decade now, I believe. So, yeah, Rod Jones can play basketball. And and I'm sure Carla would have liked it if uh, those rules were different when he played. Ronnie Holmes, I mean, these guys were NBA quality basketball players. So, you know, if, if you think you're taking a shot at us uh, by saying that we're basketball on grass, think again, man. You think again when we win the national title Monday night. Did, what, what did you just say? We're going to win a national title Monday night. And how you know are what? You, you can how are you up, doing? You can, you, can as, match as, up, you can match up our offense, their defense, their 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 run defense, their running game, our run, you know, you can go through all that all you want to you're blue in the face. Just get one column over here and put Jim Harbaugh and then go to the other column and put Kalen DeBoer and you tell me who wins. That's it. DeBoer is the state of the art. He's just, he's going to win this whole thing. 
Your lips to God's ears, sir. Well, plan on it. Act accordingly. We belong. <laughs> we, be we belong here. I've been saying that for months now. Listen, you, I've been saying that you've for been years. Right. The Huskies, Seattle, we belong here. And we're going to be here for the next, gosh, as long as we got DeBoer. I mean, this is so selfish, but he just seems like such a perfect fit for Seattle. I hope he feels the same way. Yeah. But he'll, I think he'll be a perfect fit for anybody. <laughs> right? Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, so let's let's just get a national title and, uh, you know, let's get a couple more. You, sir, are a touch greedy. Yep, why not? Well, here, to answer your question, because we got here by, by one game at a time, one day at a time. We got here by a mantra. I'm going to stay in the mantra. Go ahead. Right. You're, you're Nostradamus, I'm not. I'm yep. just a simple, simple country lawyer. Oh, sorry, I'm not a lawyer. No, forget that. <laughs> <laughs> it has been heart-wrenching, nail-biting, hair-pulling this season. How many games are we, like, you've got to be kidding me, and we pulled it out. Arizona State, the first game at Oregon. Oregon State, standing in the rain next to Richard. You've got to be kidding me. Playing the Cougs in the Apple Cup. All of them. That, what's your, trick, what's that your... trick play against Stanford in which the guy dropped the ball. I mean, not to Which one jump... was that? Remind me of that one. Stanford. Stanford yeah. is, is converting a fourth down, and they do a trick play, and they roll it out, and they throw it to a, uh, oh my God, a guy in the that. flat, right? And... And he's running the opposite way, and he can't quite grasp the ball. And he agreed <laughs> in front of him. I mean, to to your point, we have been we've been surfing over rocks with a big wave, you know, deep in the tube, with the world exploding around us all season. We haven't won a convincing game going away since week five. Oh, I think I, we get one I, this week. I think I, we do it this week. I think you said that. I think I agree. I mean, we t we we take it. We take off. I think we win with the the 14, 14 to twenty one. I don't think we're going to wait for the last second this week. Oh, I think they put it. I think they put it all. <laughs> I think they put it all together. Is what I'm saying. Wouldn't that be something? I think they put it all together. I think the defense is going to put one more guy up on the line. I think we're going strictly man-to-man man -man coverage, which is going to free up that guy. They don't have the, anywhere close to the pot passing offense we have, and that's, been, that's in the history of, of college football. Michigan's got three routes, you know, an out route, a crossing route, and a tight end drag, you know, maybe a screenplay. They don't have our offense. We, we, we put another guy up on the line. We use our same wide-open three receivers. Uh, Dylan Johnson's going to come to play. I mean – yeah, I'm gonna stop. I'm getting excited. We got too much time to go. It's too early. It's too early. I, I've got a question for you. Yeah. The last time we won the national championship, mm -hmm. who who did we beat? Oh, that's right. 
As I recall, we, yeah. okay, here's one for you. And what was the line? Who knows? Well, I can tell you the Orange Bowl, Oklahoma was favored because Oklahoma's got better football than the West Coast. Sure. I, and the 78 uh, Rose Bowl team with Warren Moon and the guys, Michigan was favored because they've got better football than us. And here we are, underdogs again. History repeats itself. I, I love that we're underdogs. I wouldn't change it. I love it. Yeah. And I'm, I know you listened to us babbling the other night, the barking dogs, but how much do you love the character and the grit of this team? How much do you love the calm of this team? How much do you love every time they put a mic in front of our quarterback? He never takes the bait. He always is one wood at a time, team first, job's not done, not distracted by all the noise, not here for the Heisman, I'm here for the Natty. Uh, it, it's a godsend. Not just that. It just seems like Michigan and Harbaugh and those guys are so canned. They're so cheesy. And then you go to DeBoer and it's like, we're living in the moment, no negative thoughts. We don't give any negativity. And, you know, it's, he's, the guy's just phenomenal, everything he says. And like you said, you go to Penix, and he's like, we're not done yet. We're, we need the, we're getting the Natty. It's just such a contrast. I mean, it's almost like our personalities have taken on our, our offensive scheme. Our, dare, our guys are cool. Our guys are cool. <laughs> okay. Dare I say, do I overstate when I say this is an epic battle of good versus evil? I don't know if you go evil. I think it's like cool. <laughs> I think it's like, I think we're like super cool. And what's the inverse of super cool? Uh, rhymes with nerds. Well, yeah. Dweebs, they dorks. Just, you know, I, every time, every time they put a microphone in front of Harbaugh, and he said "Happy New Year," and it just sounded like a door-to-door -door salesman. You know, Fuller Brushman. Yeah, Happy New Year. You, you've met Coach Harbaugh, as I recall. Yes, I like him actually. He's a hard read. I don't get him at all. But. And, and I don't want yeah. to, and I, and, and I don't care. Yeah, who cares? Well, you made the call. Recognize the noise for what it is. It's just noise. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, okay, I'm guilty. I was scrolling through the news stories on ESPN on my phone last night. Mm -hmm. And it's five to one Michigan to Washington. It's true. Mm -hmm. They're all still shocked and amazed that we're here. Right. The, the narratives all run counter to our ascendancy. Fair enough. I think we, we might sneak up on them. We just might. Yeah. It's probably the longest week of our life, huh? Oh, my gosh. It's something. Yeah. We got, uh, I'm just going to just hunker down for the next three days, try to get as much done as I can. Have a perfect diet, get some, try to get some sleep, and just let loose I, Monday night. Just let it go. Did you hear? Did you hear T Bone on on the podcast? He, the guy hasn't slept in a month. I know. <laughs> That's so funny. So true, huh? It, well, like 
for those well, brothers of mine. What's your, what's your what's your household been like? Is it just you or? Uh, well, I'm on a work trip for three days behind enemy lines here in Oregon. I'm actually flying out of Eugene today, and I might be wearing multiple purple yet again. Okay. Now, are you trying to get in a, a altercation, or are you just supporting I'm, your team? The latter. Okay. The latter. I don't talk smack to anybody. Mm -hmm. But you're you're sporting the purple and gold everywhere you go, and what, behind well, enemy um, enemy lines. Isn't it sick? Jimmy? I was I was down there for a, a stretch, a little under a decade ago, and it was just horrible. And everybody was doing that O that with their hands. Oh know? my What's gosh! For, do you know that O? Well, it, I don't know. It, it, it might be for the number of, is it national championships they won? I think it's, is that it? I, I think it's like, like I was thinking maybe it's an O, but I think it's a zero. Oh. Right? I'm not sure. We should probably ask a duck. But they're, well, probably, you know, busy. they're probably busy because they got a big bowl game. No, wait, they're done, aren't they? <laughs> They had yes, a bowl game and they were they pulled it out. Something. And and Lanning left his, and I'm sorry I'm giving Oregon any attention here, but Lanning left his quarterback um, in the game and he had a statistician on the side keeping track of his completion ratio because he wanted the NCAA record. So they're not playing for, for views, they're not playing for clicks, right? But they're going no, to leave no. their quarterback, and he was in the fourth quarter trying to make sure his completion ratio was going to be a new NCAA record. Interesting. Yeah. And who did they play? Liberty? The Fighting Falwells. Yeah. So, anyhow, there it is. Sorry I went there. Oh, no, I love it. It's very rare, but uh, I, I, I want to dance on their grave every chance I get. The irony was every, so thick. Every chance I, I get. The irony was so thick as they actually showed the stats on the screen, right? He was like 0 0.021 behind the record. And so they left him in the game. Let's stay happy. Yeah. Good luck with We're, that. It, it's rare air. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, it sure, it you sure heard it. When I was editing the podcast earlier this week, mm -hmm. I, uh, I pulled out most of the grumbling about the agony the last two minutes. Mm. We, all, we all suffered through it, but I want to be happy. We won the game. I'll tell you who's happy. Trice. Did you see him after the game? Oh, yeah. He's he lovely. said, whatever. He goes, whatever. Business, let's go. Let's play. Business as yeah. usual. That guy's just, matter of fact, I'm going to do the same thing I did today. I'm going to do it next Monday. He, he was interviewed a while back, and he talked about the first practice under Coach DeBoer. Mm -hmm. And the amount of work that was assigned. And he was like, this is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And if I'm a man <laughs> who's in charge of a bowl and I'm handing a playoff trophy to the winning coach on national TV, I might figure out how to pronounce his name. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I blew up. Well, that's interesting. So what did what you can you say that again? What he said about that first practice, the amount of workload? Yes. Interesting. Yes. 
Because I think Mr. Run the Ball was trying to win the press conference, but I don't think he had a plan. I don't think his priorities were lined up. Now, here I am judging a man's thoughts by his actions, which is fraught, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. But, but as I recall, you played for a guy who had a plan, had his priorities, and never deviated from it. Boy, isn't that the truth. That guy was something else, wasn't he? Yeah. Talk about leadership. Leadership does not just live in the column of inspiration. It fills out the whole spreadsheet. How about who DeBoer was after Jeremy muffed the punt? Wasn't that beautiful on the sideline? Yeah. What was he saying to him? Uh, probably Ryan was something like, we love you. We need you. Yep. Keep your head in the game. That's it. Bingo. And watch that kid make a big play this week, right? Yeah. You know that our, our head and hearts, heads and hearts are in the right place when our own self-imposed shame, right, of not doing our best and supporting our brothers is what motivates us, not fear of retribution. There you go. <laughs> Look at all the positive things that have come from this season, from this coach. Yeah. I mean, the, if you subscribe to the theory that athletics is the front porch to every institution, it seems to be the front porch to a lot more than that. I mean, my nephew, right, gets through one of the most difficult years of his life. You're talking about your family, the lessons. Anyhow, I'm getting too cheesy. Anyhow, go dogs. Let's get a victory. Too much time in between these games. It's been a tough one. It's been, a, Before, it's been wonderful, but it's been stressful at the same time. Let's uh, let's get a W. Okay. Let Let's beat Michigan. Okay. And let's get some rest. Okay, Todd. Thanks for calling. Go dogs. Wolf. Go dogs. See you, Captain.